Hey everyone, my name is Dave Nixon and welcome to the Alpha Theta Flow podcast. This is Flow 767 and uh, today I'm talking about how to set intent for a workout. Uh, this can also be used for setting intent for just about anything, um, but it's going to be specific today for workouts. I had a client of mine, Mick, this is for you, uh, ask the question, do I have a mood prep episode, which is the old name of the podcast for those that are new. Um, if I had an episode about building intent, and now that I think about it, I couldn't find one. Now that I think about it, there might have been one where it's exercise versus training or the difference, because um, I'm going to talk a little bit about that today. But this one's specifically for uh, a couple of examples on how to build intent uh, or set intent for your workout. And this is the same for uh, really anything that you want to do. I say that example, I've gone back to cricket. So when I go into bat, I have an intent. What am I focusing on today? Now, there's a beautiful book called The Inner Game of Ten- um, Tennis. I mentioned just a couple of podcasts ago, actually, I think. And in that book, it mentions um, don't use flow um, to improve your tennis use tennis to improve your flow and this is the exact same thing so rather than trying to um, you know use a state of flow or similar so you can improve your workouts or you know your training so to speak use training and your workouts or if you're playing tennis or whatever it might be to improve your ability to access that state and so that that becomes more of a natural normal occurrence now there's a key difference between exercise versus training and so what's common and it's very common in the fitness industry especially if you're just getting told what to do and you're part of a group and you're just sending it every single week every single session that you're exercising now training you can go right through to the periodization of training which is important um, but that's not that that itself is not necessarily just training so when we look at training training is what is it that I'm focusing on as something that I am progressing? And so this is the difference between exercise and training, but also the difference with competing. And so more often than not, especially in gyms like CrossFit style gyms, you'll have people that come and they compete every single day. They're competitive, but they're not training. They're not training the different components of the lift, such as skill, such as speed, such as accuracy, and so forth. Um, And this is relevant for so many different sports, or a conversation. You could go, in this conversation, what am I going to focus on? And so really it is about setting intent. And so one of the things I can give you an example that's not exercise related, when developing coaching skills, uh, as in developmental coaching, so coaching conversations, I'll go into that coaching conversation going, what is my focus for today? And so as I was developing those skills, it would be like, I'm going to focus on listening um, listening for what people are saying and not saying that's relevant to a specific subject, right? And the subject could be um, to do with uh, subjective components or objective components, other person, self, there's a bunch of different things. But what that gave me is that I set an intent for myself to go into that. So when I drifted, when I got distracted, I lost traction for my intent, I was able to prepare myself, become aware of that, then come back to what my intent was as well. And this is the same thing for your workout. So if you set an intent for your workout, what is I going to focus on? I've got some examples for you. What happens is as you get distracted, which is common and normal and okay, you become aware that you were distracted and you bring yourself back to what your original intent was in the first place. And this is why it's called your 
workout? What do you want to work out during this exercise session? What is it you want to work out? What is it you want to improve on? What are you training? What are you focusing on here? And so there's a big difference when we just go through and just blindly exercise and train as hard as we can and and really sort of, you know, send it or let's say for lack of a better word, just compete for that on the day. More often than not, we put ourselves into a fight or flight space. And so what that does is that it puts us into a sympathetic state and we work really, really hard, but we almost like work harder than what athletes do when they're competing. And we do that because we think that's what we want. And so our body goes into this fight or flight state. And this is when we're then not getting, you know, anxious thoughts. We're not getting this um, this sort of response where we're worried about all the other shit going on in our life and we have an escape for a little bit. But we're actually, it's almost like physiologically and kind of psychologically, but physiologically, we don't know how to deal with it psychologically. So we just do it physiologically and we just go and smash ourselves as if we're being chased by something. And if you are being chased by something, then you're not worried about your tax bill. You're not worried about all those other components, right? And so that's exactly what's going on when we just go and smash ourselves with exercise. And so more often than not, they go, oh, exercise really helped my anxiety. It's like, sort of. A lot of the time, it can help you get away with it. But if you were injured, what would you do? If you weren't able to exercise, would you feel bad? Would you not know how to deal with it? Giving ourselves multiple avenues on how to be able to work with multiple ailments, difficulties, challenges, is like a, a power move for ourselves to make sure that we're not codependent upon one particular avenue. And so when we go into training and we choose something to focus on, it gives us the ability to break things up into what areas they exist in. Now, what that means is we can look at it like uh, there's quadrants. For lack of a better word, I've spoken of the quadrants heaps, but for lack of a better um, detailed example, we're going to go call one quadrant mindset. So think of that as in like individual subjective. So your mindset, all right, where your frame of think- frames of thinking are, your beliefs. Uh, the community, so the people around you and the and the social component. And so an example here is when someone goes, I'm going to focus on um, myself, for example, and they catch themselves starting to go to other people and going, that person's doing this, that person's shaving reps, that person could be doing better. And so they catch themselves going to other and then their practice is coming back to themselves, to their mindset. Then you have the body, which is the physical body. So this is your breath. This is your, your form. So when I say form, I don't mean the exercise Um, technical cues or technique. I'm talking about the physical form of your body and how it moves. So your kinesthetic awareness and kinesthetic intelligence. So I'm going to focus on letting my breath dictate my pace. I'm going to focus on, uh, when I say breath, I mean your nasal breathing or, or at least at the very least nasal mouth breathing. And then I'm referring to the body as in the form. So um, I'm going to make sure that I can feel this in my glutes and in my abs as I go and do this exercise or in my lats or whatever. And that's going to dictate my pace rather than simply just trying to go as fast and as hard as I can to get the most numbers, but I'm cutting reps. I'm, you know, moving the object, but my form of moving the object is quite poor. And then what's the plan? What's the structures? What's your strategy? So there are the four areas that you can kind of be setting your intentions in. And so what I recommend is that someone goes, I'm just going to focus on keeping a nice, calm mind. And then that will have implications into your breathing. It will have implications onto your plan because that is your plan. And it will have implications on when you catch yourself looking at other people, you can bring yourself back to going, you know, what are my thoughts? If my thoughts are running, then I'm not back on focusing what my intent was. 
Whereas you can look at things such as I'm going to keep X pace on the rower. If I keep X pace on the rower, then that's what my focus is. As soon as I start distracting myself with other things, I'm going to bring myself back to going, let me get back to that pace. Now, the ability here to be able to set an intent and it's a practice. So when people first start doing it, they're not very good at it and that's fine. Though They're very global and general with it. I'll just focus on this general thing. Good. That's how we start. That's how we start learning anything. And over time, we start to get real subtle awareness of it. It takes time, but we get real subtle awareness of when um, what our intention might be and when we start to lose that intention or when we start to get distracted by it, really. We never lose it. We just shift our focus. And so... An example of something subtle could be uh, I'm going to pay attention to when the muscles in my face get tense. And so that means that I've built on my intentions and focuses over time that as soon as I know that my muscles in my face get tense, that's the first stage of me going to mouth breathing, which is putting me into a sympathetic state, which is going to cook me and gas me for um, the rest of the workout because I'm now physiologically responding as if I'm in some sort of stressed position. And if you think about Tour de France and you think about people riding their bike throughout the stage, their face is super calm. You think about them sprinting across the line and emptying the tank, their face will curl up and they'll start to breathe as heavy as they can, but they're breathing very calm before that. It's a quick example of some things to focus on. But team, there's an easy way for you to start with setting intent for your workouts. Uh, I'd love to hear how you go with that or the questions you have. As always, if you have questions, make sure you contact me um, and ask them and I'll be more than happy to answer them in these podcasts as well. Uh, if you enjoyed this episode, then please like, subscribe, share it with a friend. You can grab a copy of my book, Money Yourself Online or in stores. And uh, if you're interested in learning more about the inner game and the coaches circle, then head to alphathetaflow.com. But that's it from me. Big love, peace and pizza. I'll see you all soon. Thank you.